Hi, this is James Barris. I hope you find this talk supports you in your practice. If you'd like to support my teaching, you can use the donate button underneath my picture on Dharma Seed to do that. Your support is greatly appreciated. Good morning. With our instructions today, we're going to um, start to uh, open up the meditation field in a systematic way uh, to include all the body experiences and the whole physical realm uh, as uh, part of the mindfulness practice, <clears throat> as was, was said, I think it was Howie who said that we're going in the direction of including everything in the meditation, uh, but we start out simply collecting our attention on some primary object, like the breath for Many people, or if not the breath, then the posture sitting or um, the hands touching or um, sounds or something that you can come back to whenever your mind is um, drifted off or you're scattered, not sure what to do, lost in thought, um, to come back to that home base. And that establishes that connection of uh, being here in the present. And that can be your uh, anchor or your primary object throughout the retreat. That whenever you are lost, you know where to come back to. But that's just part of the meditation. We want to open up to include all aspects. And today we're going to, as I said, include the, the physical realm. Uh, we'll begin to open up and include the mental realm tomorrow. Um, feelings and um, mind states. Perhaps including thoughts as well. Now, it's not like you don't have emotions or uh, feelings uh, before tomorrow. So um, they probably come up once or twice. Uh, so it's a kind of uh, arbitrary thing that we are consciously including, um, just uh, limiting the, um, uh, the opening of the field. So just to say that when emotions come up, uh, not to pretend they're not there, uh, but to um, acknowledge them, um, feel them with kindness, if you can be balanced around them, um, and to um, come into your body. As was said yesterday, the mindfulness of the body, it's always a refuge when you're lost in thought to, uh, to just come come back to here. Um, and we'll be talking about ways to skillfully work with emotions, um, both in the small group discussions and uh, also in uh, the more formal instructions. But for now, uh, we'll just little by little open it up uh, in this way. <clears throat> So I want to um, first invite us to arrive here in, uh, in our bodies. Feel the connection to the earth as you sit here. Become grounded in that. Know that you're alive. 
sitting, supported by the earth. You might take a few deeper breaths as you arrive, and breathing in a sense of calm. And as you exhale, let go, relax. Invite a sense of ease. And then let the breath at some point find its own natural rhythm. No need to control it. Let the breath breathe you. And as you're sitting here, um, let your posture reflect uh, a sense of both um, dignity, if you're sitting either in a chair or uh, on the floor, a quality of uprightness and alertness, and also a sense of ease. So if there's any holding or tension in the body, just invite a sense of relaxation. If you like, you can do a a quick body scan and noticing any places that might be holding and invite them to soften. I also like Thich Nhat Hanh's um, suggestion of sitting with a, a half smile on your face, like the Buddha's half smile. Just the slight upcurling of the lips it has such a, a powerful effect. Be a Buddha. You are a Buddha. And just uh, smile like a Buddha. That knowing smile that gives space for everything. And then we'll begin with feeling the breath as, as we've been doing, or whatever your primary object is, if you... Uh, have an alternative to that. Let yourself be interested in it. This thing that's keeping you alive. Where do you feel it? Not needing to pounce on it. You're just receiving it. As was mentioned, you can give a a simple mental note of in and out, or rising, falling, if you're feeling the breath, expanding, contracting. This is a, a whisper in the mind to help you connect with the actual experience. If you find that helpful, then use it. If it... If you don't, or it seems a bit crowded, then you can let the words go and just be with the direct direct experience.
nothing to force. Nothing to try to make happen. Just sitting here, knowing that you're breathing, knowing that you're alive. Other things can be happening. Just let them be in the background. No need to push anything away. And just preferentially let the primary object be in the foreground. Now we'll play with shifting, shifting the subject of our mindfulness. So now <clears throat> let the breath recede into the background and notice all the other sensations in the body. You can't notice all of them. They're so everything is happening all at once. But just notice what presents itself, the vibrations, pressures, <clears throat> pulsings, throbbings, and just relax and be interested in the show of life happening through this form called you. When you look in this way, you can see impermanence so obviously. Every moment, things are changing. Take a look. Let yourself feel. with a relaxed, interested, kind awareness. Feel the rhythm of life moving through you.
And now, once again, shift the attention. Let the breath move into the foreground again. And the other sensations into the background. The only thing that's changed is you're directing the awareness. Life is still going on. Feel what it's like to come back to your home base. Now we're going to once again shift our attention. <clears throat> this time, letting the breath move into the background and open up to sounds, to the experience of hearing. There's the sound of my voice. Perhaps very subtle sounds in the room from time to time. And there's also silence. Let yourself be interested in silence. Nothing to manufacture or make happen. <clears throat> Just noticing the absence of sound. It's really interesting. Can be. Oh, it's really quiet in here. Hmm, just let yourself enjoy that. It's peace. Just be interested. And with hearing, you don't have to go out after the sound. You can settle back and awareness knows quite effortlessly, quite spontaneously, there's nothing to move towards or move away from. Just awareness happens by itself. Become aware of hearing and sounds or lack of sound.
Bring that same relaxed, interested, kind awareness to this moment. And now at this point, once again, let your attention move back to your primary object. See if you can make that shift, that transition, a graceful one. Just dancing from one object to another. And now at this point, for the rest of the period, You can include all of these in the meditation. You can rest in your anchor. And if sensations call, then you can shift and notice what's here. If it's a strong sensation, a discomfort, Notice your relationship to it. See if there's aversion or worry that it might get worse. And if you can, just be with the actual sensation in that same relaxed and interested way, kind way. Maybe for just a little while. Okay, for the next minute or half minute, let me just really feel this. And you might, after that time, come back to the breath or your primary object. You might do that a few times just so you get a chance to be with the discomfort in a, in a very different way than adding frustration to it. And when it gets to be a struggle, if that happens, then you can take care of yourself and move in a very mindful way, not out of frustration, but out of care and attention, out of compassion and wisdom. So there's a continuity of awareness. And when sounds call you, to be with the hearing. If there are images that you see, even with your eyes closed, and that also is part of the meditation. Oh, seeing. Or hearing. You can use the mental notes or sensation, itching, pressure, whatever it is. So you don't need to figure out what to pay attention to. You can settle back and be here for experience to just reveal itself. At any time, you can come back to your primary object if there's a lot going on, 
when you're getting lost. But the basic principle is to simply know what's happening right now. Let it be how it is unless some adjustment is needed and bringing that same relaxed, interested, kind awareness to the moment, one moment at a time.
Start the meditation right now. Let go of everything that's happened up until this moment. And let this be the beginning. Being with your experience with kindness, interest, relaxation and ease. What's happening now?
When the meditation ends, it's over. Notice if there's any thoughts about how you did or how you didn't do compared to the person next to you or how you were yesterday. Notice them. Don't believe them. Let go of any report card. It was just what it was. And you showing up with the sincere intention to be as present as you can. That's your end of the deal. That's all you can do. So um, we'll take some time for questions. But before we do, I see we have someone joining us, one of my favorite people at Spirit Rock. This is Ramona Lisa Ortiz-Smith, who's here as a retreat support associate. Uh, Besides us, if there are things that are uh, coming up for you and you want some added support, um, she's a good one. So do you want to say hello for Roman? No? (laughs) So good to see you. (laughs) Um, So we can take some time. Any questions that might have come up about the instructions or the talk last night or anything happening in your practice, we can uh, see if there's something that you want to bring up. There's one in the back, and Eve is going to come, come up with the mic. Is it on? There's another one over there, is it? Check. There you go. Hi. And put it close to your mouth. Yeah. Yeah, Thank you so much. So while I was sitting this morning, maybe a little louder, yeah. Okay. Good. So while I was sitting this morning, um, for a moment, as I was anchored in my on my breath, um, I noticed a bit of anxiety arising. And what was arising? A, anxiety. Anxiety arising. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if you have any tips uh, for anchoring through the lens of a trauma or kind of a trauma-informed lens. Because sometimes the breath can be very activating, and it typically isn't for me. But I noticed subtle anxiety, and I was curious, um, yeah, if you have any advice there. Mm, Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, um, glad you bring it up. And um, both sometimes the breath is is not the best uh, primary object. There can be past trauma associations or whatever that can uh, activate some unpleasant emotions. And and that's why we we offer alternatives to the breath. If you think that the anxiety is connected with with the breath, then you might just feel yourself sitting here or feel your hands touching or opening up to sounds. Um, So just to know that there's alternatives to that. Now, as far as um, trauma and trauma-informed mindfulness, you know, many of us carry trauma from the past. And it's something to to really be um, honored and respected. Um, And the, the way that um, that we've come to understand is that it's not always appropriate to go right to whatever it is that's arising, the anxiety or uh, fear or what, whatever. Uh, and, uh, and so 
this called the, the window of tolerance, where if you are getting too activated, then you go above that window of tolerance, and there's a, a, a hyper arousal, as it's called. And sometimes you can feel like you're numbing yourself because uh, it's a, a little bit dicey to touch those feelings, and so you can uh, just check out. And the window of tolerance is right in between that, where you are willing to to feel the feel, or you're able to feel the feelings without getting overwhelmed by them. And that's a very rich area where you're starting to make friends with those old activations and uh, uh, an experience. So you need to really trust yourself and see, oh, if this is too much, then you just back off and, and, and uh, uh, scale it down a bit. Maybe opening up to sounds or maybe doing some loving kindness or other ways to just take a break. If you're really activated, uh, then you might just open your eyes and look around and orient yourself and come on back. And so you might touch it a little bit and then come back and take a break. Touch it and come back. That's called pendulation, where you go in and out. Um, If you do have the... um, energy and interest and can stay somewhat balanced behind it without getting into either the story or the hyperactivation, then to make friends with the anxiety or whatever it is that's that's coming up can be a a powerful movement towards healing. So uh, you, you need to just really trust yourself and how you can meet the moment in a in a balanced way. Uh, here up, up front, you raise your hand. Thank you. Um, yesterday, I had an odd moment as I was focusing on the mindfulness of the breath and body, mm-hmm. uh, working with the first. Speak up just a bit, a little yeah. bit more. Okay. Um, and I had this odd question that popped up that seemed obvious but not obvious to me, which was, if there's nothing but the present moment, why does the mind, what does the Buddha or the Dharma have to say of why does the mind decide to be anywhere else but here? Mm. When you, one can see in the present moment that you're here, but why does the mind decide to go elsewhere almost 90% of the time? <laughs> just a dumb question, maybe, but I, I just, yeah. it was something that popped up for me. Yeah. Maybe you have an answer. I haven't figured it out for uh, 45 well, you years. Don't know, then I don't know. <laughs> yeah. You know, the, the, it's, the mind has a mind of its own. Uh, your eyes see, your ears hear, and your mind thinks. It's one of the functions of having this mind. And it thinks wonderful thoughts. This, this building was a thought, or a few people's thought together. Look at what it can manifest. We can make heaven realms and hell realms and make sense of reality. This is what the mind does. Just like nature creates, you can't, you have to, even if you pave over uh, a, a street, there's sprouts coming through. Nature creates. In the same way, we are nature, and it creates through us. Uh, and it takes a lot of training to cut through that creation, that mental fabrication, to see clearly. Um, so that's a little bit of an offering. And the, the, the other thing that occurs to me is watch out for the word why. <laughs> it can be a very dangerous word in meditation. Unless you ask it and you're just curious without needing to come up with an answer, often we say, why 
do I always get caught this way? Why am I not more clear? Why, and you can fill in the blank, and that kind of why, um, this kind of why was more kind of curious. That's beautiful. Oh, how interesting. How the mind does that. But in your meditation, if you're asking, trying to figure something out, just let it go. Everything gets revealed in its own in its own time, in its own way. So I just thought I'd add that on top of it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh, there's there's one more over here. Let's see how we're doing. Uh, and this will be well. We'll have to do it quick. Yeah. Um. Uh, sometimes when my my mind is very active in meditation, uh, I use the uh, I use counting my breaths, mm, great. Um, and it it seems to be useful. And I was uh, I was wondering if that is mm-hmm. a good thing to do, and mm-hmm. what 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 do you Absolutely, uh, and um, you know, it, we well, I only have so many, uh, so much time to to share tools, but counting is a really effective way to just settle the mind down. And I'm I'm glad you brought it up. Um, if your mind is scattered, or you just want to come into here and uh, and not try to um, do the the come more real, open mindfulness. Just counting, breathing in, out, one, two. One way to do it, there's lots of different ways. Counting up to 10 and then starting again at one. And if your mind is wandering off or you lose track of the numbers or you're just saying numbers and not feeling the breath in there, go back to one. And so you can more make it like a game uh, to, to do that. And it's really really valuable, really effective tool. Thank you. And that, that reminds me here, you can take that. One attitude that I wanted to share with you, make this like a game. It's a very profound thing that you're doing, but if you can be playful, oh, we're playing the awareness game. How much, how many breaths can I, can I be here for? Or, you know, and there's no failing the game either. Um, Joseph Goldstein has a a great instruction that was very helpful for me in my uh, earlier days of practice. Still is to some extent. He said, notice uh, how how you're doing as far as NPMs, noticings per minute. I said, okay, that's my game. Get as many NPMs as I can. Because every moment of mindfulness, you are weakening unskillful habits and strengthening skillful habits. So, oh, I'm going to get all my NPMs. Whatever game works for you. Sometimes I think of myself, I'm an alien inhabiting this body. Okay, what does it mean to breathe for these guys? Wow, you know. Or a baby taking my first breaths. So be playful. You don't have to get too creative, but just whatever helps you be here in, a, in an interested way, okay? Okay, there's some announcements. Um, <clears throat> half the people were seen yesterday. Half are going to be seen today on the uh, groups that are posted outside. Please check the board if you were not seen yesterday, you should be on today. There, check the bulletin board. There are some notes for people uh, that are up there and that, you, um, that we've wanted to contact you. And uh, please, everybody, just check, make a habit of looking at the board. Um, the groups are not optional. We want you to come. It's our responsibility to check in with you. So please uh, see you at the groups. Um, there's going to be a meta today at 4.45 that Howie is going to be leading. Um, and Eve has sign-ups. Are they all filled up? Or, uh, so Eve has posted sign-up times outside 
And if you want to check in, if you were seen yesterday and aren't having a group today, then um, if there's an empty slot, you can check in with Eve about practice. It's not to say hi and, oh, hi, and tell me about your history. She's here to support you in practice. Um, as, as lovely as she is to talk to, uh, that's her, her, uh, her job here right today. Uh, yoga is going to be um, uh, morning yoga and afternoon with Terry. If you have interviews or practice discussions uh, this morning, then you go to the afternoon uh, if you have, if you don't, uh, then you go to the morning um, and uh, go, come only to one session, please. It's pretty crowded up there. Um, and uh, uh, t- uh, Terry says, only chairs, no mats today. She's going to continue doing chair yoga. And the times are, is it 11 o'clock? And 2.45 or something like that. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Alternate dates, days. You can do one session each day. Yeah, one session every day. There's one in the morning and the afternoon. So it depends on whether you have uh, um, interviews or not. Uh, okay. When James says it's one session a day, it's one uh, after the early morning one. The early morning one, everyone is oh, invited. Yeah. yeah. And then after that, you have one in the day, depending on when your group meeting is. If your group meeting is in the morning, which it will be today or whatever day, you'll go to the afternoon yoga. Great. Thank you. Okay. Enjoy your day. James, may I sit in on your group? Oh, yeah. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.